Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. in now. Let me in now. Nick knows Let all the words. Let me in now. Do you, Nick? I didn't believe you. I was about to say, man, I don't even know all the words. I, I just know when the beat come on, yeah. you know, and then that down, down, baby, yeah. down, so you just want to put a Band-Aid on your cheek and get your work done. Right. That's old school. Hey, so listen, man, we're back. Mm-hmm. We're with Vershawn Jackson, show's captains, on the Honda Lincoln hotline, 464-5685. We've got a teammate, a co-captain. Outland Trophy winner, three-time national champ, played in the NFL, all-around great guy, Aaron Taylor, <clears throat> a.k.a. the Tater. And this is our Pipeline Pancakes. Okay. I like a Pipeline Pancakes. Tater, how you been, my What's friend? What's up, BJ? How are you? How I'm, you doing? Man, I, I'm, I'm excellent. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm good. This is the last thing you need to do to be on the radio. I know. How in right? the world did they talk, let that talk, happen, talk, talk, Taylor? Talk. Huh? How did they let <laughs> that happen, that? Taylor? What's that? I said, how did they let Rashawn Jackson back on the radio? Oh man, I don't know. You you you've got to have something on somebody, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. Thanks for thanks for reaching out to me and having me on, man. Come on, I man. Who else could I not have on besides Aaron Taylor and the Pipeline Pancakes? Just to talk about some stuff, man. We were talking, we were talking yesterday, the other day, and and I was asking you because I, I kind of like to know, be a historian, and know where guys came from. But if you would, Aaron, kind of talk about how you made it to Nebraska, what that recruiting process was like, and 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 just touch touch base on that. Yeah, it was uh man. My recruiting was 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 different. Of course, you know you know this. Recruiting is different now than than it was then. But you know, it's still the same processes, if you will. Um, you know, I, I being down in Texas, North Texas, we were uh, we, we were five A, which was which was a big class back then down in Texas, and we would go play the Metroplex schools out of Dallas Fort Worth and just get the socks beat off of us. Man, it was bad. Um, but anyhow, you know, it was, it was tough for me because I was a raw kid. I, my, my dad is a uh, retired air force and retired at Wichita falls. And, uh, first time I ever, you know, put on football gear was my freshman year of high school. So, you know, I developed, um, was a three year varsity player down there, you know, back then the sophomores didn't play a lot of varsity, um, hardly at all. Um, but just, I guess because of talent, I, I was was a three year starter down there, and uh, which was a big deal. But man, you talk about recruiting and those kind of things. I was, I, man, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I maybe had twelve, fifteen schools reach out to me, and uh, the the 
The two big ones that did were New Mexico State, which was horrible, um, and then also Nebraska. And uh, all the other schools were, were smaller, you know, the Division II level, um, NAIA, that kind of level. And, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of good for me um, in the aspect of we, we had a guy that was one year older than me. You, you know him. His name is Scott Saltzman. He was uh, a Nebraska player. Um, he, he was a senior. I was a junior. He was a uh, defensive player of the year in Texas. So he had scholarship offers from everybody. And uh, so I did get some exposure that way, but I still didn't get any offers. And a lot of it was uh, coming back to me being 6'1". I heard you talk a little bit earlier that I was 6'2". I'll take that any day. Hey, I was, listen, I was trying to help you a little uh, bit, I know, big man, guy. You were hooking me up, right? Dang, you know <laughs> what I mean? We, I know we're a little itty-bitty committee, but, man, yeah. I, I thought at least you was at least an inch taller yeah, than me. Itty-bitty committee, but, man, we get after you, right? <laughs> we'll get after you. And, and so, so talk about that as far as, okay, expectations. So now we, we're here. You got Nebraska. Coach Tenniper, uh was down there, you know, looking at Saucerman, of course, and then kind of saw you and said, hey, this kid can play football. But what do you think it was about you? And then when you got here as a freshman, what was your expectations as to playing? Well, you know, it, it was crazy because when I came on my recruiting trip, right, um, I'm sitting in Coach Tenniper's office and he got up on the grease board and he, he wrote the, the depth chart out. And he had me at guard. And he had me like number five or number six on the depth chart. <laughs> right? Wow. And I'm sitting there looking at this and he said, uh, he goes, I'm going to tell you what, if you come here, um, I can see you moving here after your first year, um, possibly here, you know, second year. And uh, he goes, you, know, you, you can turn into a three-year starter here. And, uh, and I'm kind of looking at that and, and you know, I, the, the, just the way he laid out the game plan for me, right? Um, was was awesome. And so, so then he asked me, he goes, well, who else is recruiting you? And I kind of just looked at him. I said, well, coach, nobody else, really. <laughs> and he, he's, why not? And I said, well, because of my height. And I said, you, you know, wanted to go to Texas A&M. They said I was too short. SMU said I was too short. Spike Dykes at Texas Tech said I was too short. And uh, he just looked at me and he said, he goes, I don't care how high you are. Right. That was his terminology. You know that. Right. Not how tall you are. I don't care how high you are. I just care about the size of your heart. And then he went on to say, he goes, look, we've got a guy here by the name of Will Shields. He's six two, six three, not much taller than you. He's the best player, the best offensive lineman that's probably ever come through here. Just won the Allen Trophy All American. He goes, I can see you fitting right in. Wow. And uh man, for me that was that's all it took, right? I mean, that's all, <laughs> just just to lay out a game plan for me. And, and uh, you know, I could have stayed closer to home to a smaller school, but I just fell in love with the honesty, right? Um, I go into Coach Osborne's office. Now, mind you, I'm from Texas, right? I've barely been playing football. I had no idea who Coach Osborne was, right? Wow, yes. But I'm, I'm, just, I'm just sitting in there, and it doesn't take you long to figure out that, damn, he's important, right? <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, so, so he offered me uh, while I was in, in the office, said, we'd love for you to come here. And I said, it sounds, sounds good. And I also heard you talk a little bit earlier about your having to catch your trip to Iowa. And uh, he looks at me and goes, well, he goes, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and cancel all your other recruiting trips. 
Why I was looked that? Over the, I said, that won't be a problem, Coach, because <laughs> I had none. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was a crazy deal because I didn't expect to be this far from home. And, uh, you know, here we are 20, 25 years later, and it's still my home, um, living up here south of Omaha. When when you and, uh, when, Taylor Taylor when you when you got when you got there when you got to Nebraska right and yep. I know you weren't on you wasn't playing at the time when you were on scout team because I think we registered together right yep yep so 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 talk about a little bit about the black shirts and how they played at practice you know how and and did you play center. Coming out of high school or guard? No, no, no. I just played guard. Okay, you I, just I played, played guard. guard. I played guard and tackle coming out of high school. Now I, I, I came up here as a guard. Um, it, it was <laughs> man, I tell you what, BJ, that that first couple of weeks of, you know, back then, you remember the 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 freshman reported like three days earlier than than the rest of the mm-hmm. team. Yep. And. Uh, Anyhow, that, that that went all right. You know, I thought I could compete. I'm thinking I'm pretty good. And then the rest of the veterans show up. Right. And, uh, then the true reality you know, it, it, sets in. I, I'm not even going to lie to you, right? Because back then, they, they put us in Harper dorms uh, for, for two days. If you remember that, the train tracks right there beside it, loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, man, I thought it was in tw- – it was just – it was horrible. Um. And, and I'll get to the black shirts here in a minute. But, man, I was like five, six days in, and I called home, and I told my parents, I said, I can't do this. I'm not good enough to play here. I said, I'm ready to come back. And and I remember my dad said, you made a commitment, you're staying. And I'm like, uh-oh. Say that. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, Tater. Wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. Dad actually said, no, you're going you're gonna to show some character. You decided to go. You're gonna you're gonna carry the mission out, and you're gonna finish what you started. Hundred you made a commitment, and you're gonna you're gonna finish it. That's the difference that's, between that's now. To, there and there then. was no there was no. Let's reevaluate what you got going on. Maybe this isn't best for you. This system isn't good for you. Blah blah blah. There was none of that, right? It was, and maybe it's my dad being ex-military. I don't know, but it's uh, it was a situation of you made the commitment, and you're gonna finish it out. Look I at, wasn't happy with the conversation. Don't get me wrong. I, I was ready to go back home. Yeah, but look, but, look uh, at, looking back, of course, we know how that turned out. But but how did you per, persevere through getting your butt kicked by the black shirts day. every day? Talk about that, though, because I think people miss the boat when they think that, oh, these guys are great. They're just recruited five-star guys and blah, 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 blah. Talk about how hard that was to get through those practices in the beginning. And then once yeah, you start yeah. to understand. It, 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 was, it was tough, right? Because, you know, you, you come in with the feeling that, hey, man, I was, I'm, I'm a pretty good player. I'm, I'm pretty decent. I've got, uh, I've got the skill set to do it. Um, but then whenever you're going against guys, like a, like a Brendan Stye, you know, whenever we had to play on the, the uh, scout team defense, if you will, and, and our individual drills and, and Rob Zadishka, and those guys just beat me up and, and not giving you any respect, right? <laughs> and then you have to go against, you know, as you're on the scout team offense and going against the black shirts with, man, I was scared to death of Dante Jones, of uh, <laughs> Dwayne Harris, yeah. of uh, – Oh man, um, Mike Anderson. 
forget the Christian Peter. Uh, Jason Peter was, by the way, you forgot him on the 93 class. Oh, I um, did forget JP. My bad, JP. Yeah, and, I know. I, well, he'll let you know. Well, um, uh, hey, listen, I'm waiting for him to let me know. Oh, yeah. Let, let me you know. know, JP. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. So so you've got, uh, you know, Terry Keneally. You remember you had Jason Pesterfield. And, and, and those guys were just mean, man. They were just, they, they were literally mean. And, you know, whether it was, you know, get me on the ground, right? And then they'd, they'd get a punch in before they went back to the huddle. No, they didn't punch you. Them black shirts oh, didn't punch you. You didn't get punched, everybody. Taylor. They didn't care. You didn't get punched. I didn't. And, and if you did uh, get punched, you went you went right in and told you went right in and told Coach McBride on him too, didn't you? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh no, man! I, I won't ever forget. It was one of those deals where where as soon as you get done running the plays, and every scout team offensive lineman will tell you this, right? If you get done running your your play, you run back to the huddle as fast as you can because you didn't want to get involved in a fight. And that, that was the truth, man. It was it was bad. Um, but when I say it was bad, it was, I don't know. To me, I look at it as a character builder, right? Because it made me who I was. Character builder. So I got, I got a little bit more nasty. I got a little bit more aggressive because I, I was tired of it happening to me. Okay. And, uh, man, I won't ever forget. I, I kind of had one of those aha moments whenever Coach Steele was yelling at me. And, and he runs over to the uh, scout team huddle and he grabs me by the face mask and he's yelling and yelling. And I don't even, I can't even comprehend. It's just so loud and fast. And, you know, I was just trying to survive. And then he looks at me and he goes, you're going to be a hell of a player. And then runs off, you know, (laughs) and I'm just sitting there going, what just happened, man? This is, this is crazy. This is nuts. Um, He and coach Steele had a, a, and coach McBride as well. But they had the ability to motivate guys on offense to be better. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, and, you know, I, I say all of that, right? I say all of that, that it was scary, that it was crazy, that it was physical, that it was nasty. But it was all love, man. It was. It was It was all love. It wasn't one of those situations where I don't care about you. I'm going to treat you like dirt forever, right? I mean, it was, we're going to get dirty, nasty in these three seconds, five seconds of this play, and then we'll go back to loving on each other, and off we do it again. Right? Now, it was just constant. Now, and, uh, man, that's what I that's what I loved about it because it gave me the ability to to develop as a player, right? To develop a – I was – I had all the tools that it took, right? I was strong. I was quick. I had good feet. I had good hands. Um, I, I was fairly smart. You know, I was still trying to learn the game, right? I was still trying to figure out what an outside linebacker was or a Mike or a Will or, or whatever. But, you know, it gave me the chance to, to develop and, and, and develop my skill set and develop to be who, who I became, right? Um, you know, it, it, was, it was, wasn't just me and my skill set saying, I can come in and do this and me and this type of offense. It was me learning from Joe Wilkes learning from Brendan Stye, learning from Aaron Graham, who was my mentor, right? Another Texas boy. Yes, sir. Um, le- learning from the defensive lineman, right? You know, as much as I despise JP, man, uh, <laughs> I-, I loved him because he taught me so much. He taught me, you know what he taught me more than anything? 
right? Whenever you're in that play and you're running a play that's, say, four seconds long, don't stop at 3.2. Go to five seconds because he was going to five seconds every time, every right? Se- he was always overplaying. And so you, in order for me not to get him on green hit in the mouth, I had to go that extra, right? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so, so so you had all these guys that, that, that taught you how to be better. Right. Now, listen, we won't, I won't, I won't go to a quick break. On the phone, I yep. got Aaron Taylor, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. He's on there. He's talking about some stuff in the past. Uh, Taylor, hopefully I can get you to hang around and, and come back for that second segment uh, because I think this is good because I want to know, you know, kind of when did you start playing? How did you start playing? When you did start playing, what happened? So if you could stick around, I, I would hope that yep. you could, and, and we'll be right back. Yep, here we go.